I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Podcast. Is obedience only for children? Do mothers have to obey, or are we done with that? We are simply the ones that need to be obeyed. If you've ever wrestled with having your children obey you, or if you've ever struggled with the entire idea or concept of obedience, this session's for you. It's about rejoicing, and that actually takes obedience. Let's talk about that. So around here, I say a lot, repent, rejoice, repeat. The repentance and the rejoicing are both things that we have to put on repeat. But sometimes we miss the mark when it comes to rejoicing. We don't define it clearly or we even define it wrongly. And worse, we pursue it wrongly. We think that it comes from a different source than it actually does. The truth is that rejoicing is a natural fruit of obedience. Obedience to God. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, I have a clip from a mentoring session from inside our community, Simply Convivial Continuing Education. We do these mentoring sessions every week where we just dig in and talk together for half an hour about a topic that applies to our lives as mothers at home. And today's is about rejoicing, but it takes an unusual turn, perhaps unexpected, towards obedience and how that's the true path to rejoicing. Rejoicing is something we can choose and we ought to choose because we can choose to obey. So let's talk about what that looks like and how to do that in today's mentoring session replay. Let's dig in. Last week, we talked about repenting and how as moms, we need to be repenting on repeat, repent, rejoice, repeat. And last time we talked about repentance and tying it to repeat. And then today we're going to talk about rejoicing and tying that to repeating. When we think about rejoicing, about being happy, cheerful, joyful, upbeat, um, humorous, we tend to buy into the world's lies. And we have to remember that our current culture's foundational premise is that the material world is all that exists. There is no spirituality, not no true spiritual plane of existence. It's assumed in our world today that you decide what makes you happy and then you should pursue that. That pursuit of happiness equals pursuit of doing whatever you want because doing whatever you want is also the current definition of freedom and the pursuit of happiness, because what makes you happy is doing what you want. And that is not at all a classical, historical, Christian, um, or even, you know, an ancient thought. They would have said, well, no, that's stupid. (laughs) 
but because they believed in a level of existence that's beyond the material world. But when all that actually exists is the material world, then only what's available in the material world is material for making you happy. Only what you can, only what's tangible can make you happy. So you set up a lifestyle that you want. You set up an identity that you want. And the more that you get of what you want, the more happy you should be. And so to be happy, I need to set things up the way I want them to be. And that can be one of the motivations that we go into homemaking with. Our assumption might be, I'm not very happy with my home right now. And so to get happy with my home, I need to make it run my way more. Another problem is that sometimes the the Christian response to seeing how the world has defined happiness and is pursuing happiness is to say, um, happiness doesn't matter. Or, you know, happiness is fleeting. So the pursuit of happiness is worldly. And we shouldn't be doing that. Happiness, joyfulness is a state. It's not a feeling. It It's not a, you know, if you read anything at all these days, any nonfiction at all, everything comes back to the chemicals firing in your brain and blah, blah, blah. And it's that way because of evolution. And it took this many years to get that way. But see how that is boiling it down to material materialism, where your feelings or how things work, it all is because of material, physical things that are going on apart from any spiritual things. And the reality is that there is a spiritual existence. We all are, all humans are also spiritual beings. We have souls. That's our spiritual part of our being. And that's real. And the spirit, the spiritual affects the physical, but we can't just see the effects and pretend that we're going to manipulate that while ignoring the fact that this is coming from our spiritual makeup. Um, but of course, to acknowledge a spiritual makeup would require acknowledging that there is a creator God. So that's not going to happen in the world, but it needs to happen in our own thinking and in our own talking and in our own figuring out how to set up our life and do what we need to be doing. Happiness is actually a state of spirit. And that's why it's talked about and commanded in scripture because the the Holy Spirit has access to our hearts, to that spiritual side of our consciousness and being and works in it. And um, happiness and joy is a part of the plan for eternity. And sanctification is getting us ready for eternity. So joy and happiness here in this life is not irrelevant. It's just not found in pleasure. Then where is it found? Plato and Aristotle both said that we, we are happy when we are virtuous. 
and that a part of education is actually teaching people to enjoy what they ought to enjoy and dislike what they ought to dislike. So it's cultivating taste. It's cultivating loves, affections, what you want. And when we want what is true and good and beautiful, then we pursue it more wholeheartedly. We don't pursue the right thing to do merely out of duty and obligation. Although there is duty and obligation, and that might be how we start, but that's not the end goal is to simply, you know, march in lockstep obedience. Obedience is actually a beautiful thing. And it's actually a desirable thing that can bring true joy when it's obedience to truth, when it's obedience to God. The scripture uses the term, the beauty of holiness. And we get that beauty through holiness, which is obedience, but it's out of gratitude and joy, not out of being browbeaten or, um, you know, marching like drones to like the world paints all these pictures of obedience where obedience gets a really bad rap and it's, uh, you know, dehumanizing. It's whatever. It's all lies. It's not obedience itself. It's who the obedience is to. And when the obedience is to God and you are living your life more and more in accordance with the way he's actually created you and the world, the more harmony you experience, the more joy you experience because um, you're just more and more in line with the way things actually really are in the world because the world actually is what God created it to be. So rebellion is ugly and it takes you ugly places. So rebellion to truth, obedience to truth is beautifying more and more over time. And so the reality is that we are commanded to rejoice and we are able to rejoice because we can walk in accordance with the truth. And that will always be more fulfilling, which is a part of, you know, fundamental happiness. And that's where we're going to end this snippet from a Simply Convivial Continuing Education Weekly Mentoring Session. If this seems like the kind of encouragement and accountability that you need in your life as a homemaker, as a mother, maybe a homeschooler, maybe not, but as an engaged and intentional parent, then Simply Convivial Continuing Education is the place for you. We have courses that cover every aspect of the life of a homemaker and the responsibilities that we have to fulfill in that role, as well as an active community with encouragement, accountability, and support to help you stay engaged and deliberate in your growth and learning along the way. In addition to courses and the community, there's a member-only podcast 
There is a weekly live video where you also get the replays. We do workshops. We have checklists and all kinds of support so that you can make slow but steady progress, leaving behind perfectionism and the ideals that actually prevent us from seeing the good that's happening and from making progress. If this sounds like what you need, check it out at simplyconvivial.com. Just click the green enroll button up in the corner. We would love to have you. And whether you participate and join or not, still remember, repent, rejoice, repeat. And that's it for today's episode. As parents, it's easy to feel at a loss because we see that we also need a lot of help, support, and growth. But it doesn't have to take having all the answers or doing everything right to parent or homeschool well. It takes humility, love, and repenting, rejoicing, repeating. With a mindset that sees the value in walking in the way side by side with our children, our husband, our friends, in a life of sanctification, we can find the courage and the grace that we need to continue. In July and August in Simply Convivial Continuing Education, we'll be working together through The Art of Homeschooling, a course which helps us set goals, expectations, and motivations that are aligned with a spirit of humility, love, and truth. It's not too late to join us and get started so you can learn how to answer the inevitable frustrations that come with homeschooling for us and for each of the kids too. Head to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button to get started today. And no matter what, repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.